Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to Coffee Enlightenment. Hope you sit back in your favorite recliner, sit in your favorite chair, sit in your favorite part of the bed, get your coffee. I got mine. Get a nice, good... Get yourself in a good mood today. And we're going to discuss... Our, we're going to recant our tale of my version of life. What I've seen through my eyes since March 17th, 2020 at my last place of employment. So what, what I'm trying to teach you when you're listening to this, I'm trying to teach you to watch out for the tactics I want you to watch out. I want you to be prepared. I want you to know when it's coming. I want you to know that not everyone is your friend that smiles at you. Not everyone is going to be there when you need them. And that's okay. All you have to do if they choose to stop communicating, wish them the best. And when the peace, when the time is right, they'll pop back in. That's all you got to do. So sit back, relax, take a hit, and let's... Continue our story. Okay, so on near the end of February, beginning of March two thousand and twenty, I was hired for a sales chat project. And in this project, we basically were just doing chats, yada, 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 bada bing, bada boom, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And it was great. You know, I was on the yellow brick road. Um, I kept taking leaps of faith, leaps of faith, leaps of faith. When we took leaps of faith, you kind of fall into Mount Doom, you know? When you when Brodo and Sam take the ring back to, take the ring back to the mountain, it's kind of what that was like. The problem is is <sighs> the problem is was the business model the people that were in charge did not know what they were doing there was someone there that actually knew what they were doing and taught us how to do the job when we hit the b2b process and it was late february of 2021 because i remember because my birthday was on the 10th and I was bitching, and I said, no, I fuck you. I'm not working on my birthday. I do not work on my birthday. I don't give a fuck. I will call out sick. I will do whatever. I will not work my birthday. That's my day to say fuck you to everybody and do what I want. That's my day. And a lot of people are like, man, that's selfish. That's entitlement. No, it's not entitlement. It's you're born. You enjoy your life, and you want to celebrate your life. And that's what you do on your day. You're not stuck at a fucking desk typing numbers all day. Sorry, no, that's not how I roll. Anywho, um, back to our story. We were in the project start of it, and everything was going okay. You know, I give my, I give everyone who was involved kudos because they did the best with what they had to work with. The problem they're running into is they had piss poor leadership. Not only did they have piss poor leadership, they actually didn't have no one new idea what the fuck they were doing. There was literally one person there that legit knew. The true seven-week business-to-business process cycle. And this person is absolutely just like, wow. Because I was taught a lot of knowledge. Not just a little bit of knowledge, a lot of knowledge in a short period of time. 
Well, I knew business-to-business process when I worked at Xfinity Mobile Comcast because I was there also on a failed project for a business-to-business team. Um, The problem with companies is they set you up for failure. They don't set you up for success. They set you up for failure. They want you to intentionally fail. So what you do, you make it work with what you have to work with. Then you start educating your former colleagues on how it works. You start, hey, you may want to leave a good email so they can get back in contact with you. Otherwise, they're not going to want to do business with you. I mean, let's be honest. If a company doesn't know how to get back in contact with you, they're not going to want to do business with you. That's just how it is. If you want them to do business with you without a way to get back in contact, that's what's called a transactional business-to-business sale. And that's what they were trying to do. They are trying to do a, a transactional business-to-business model with the uh, pay-per-call basis. And they wanted us all max out of 50 calls. I stood up in the middle of my meeting and said, what the fuck? It's like I barely know the fucking system. And it was the wrong system to begin with. And you want us to do how many dials? It's like, okay, I'll play your game. I knew how to monkey dial. Monkey dial, I refer to it as Donkey Kong language. So think of monkey dialing, right? Think of Donkey Kong as you're jumping over all the barrels trying to get to the to the very top. That's what monkey dialing is. You just got to find out that algorithm for when you're dialing and go, go, go. The catch is when you're monkey dialing, what you actually have to do is you have to just burn through them quick. Get your 30 dollars out like a boom, 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 and pray no one answers. Once you get those 30 dollars away, then you can start focusing on your sales. If you don't focus on your sales, then you're kind of fucked. Some places really want you to focus on your sales, and some places really don't want to fo- uh, have you focus on your sales. They just want you to focus on the dialing. Yet they say this, and it's not that. So it's one of those hit and miss types of things with companies that happen. And during that process, it was a lot of wow factors because at the time... We had people there that were helping each other. You had mentors that were doing the best they can with what they had to work with. There was one point I was actually a mentor in that project. It was a hot minute stint, but I was still a mentor for a short period of time. And when we switched back to sales chat, they're like, oh, you're getting a mentor role. You're getting this. You're getting that. I wasn't expecting it, and I didn't get anything. So it was like, you know, it is what it is. You just dangle the carrot in front of me and see what I can do and then pull it back from me. And then not only that, you had me teach a training class I was supposed to be in, taking away the holidays that I've earned off. You're like, nope, you're working. Nope, you're working. Oh, you want time off to go meet a great niece and nephew you've never met? Nope, sorry, not going to happen. You want to take time off for to do this? Sorry, not going to happen. You're in business to business. Sorry, not going to happen. Unless you legit just said fuck it and called out a day, you pretty much weren't getting a day off. You were there Monday through Friday from 8 to 5 with an hour lunch. Which, don't get me wrong, that was a sweet schedule at the time. I loved it. The problem I was running into is that when they wanted us to do stuff, it was their expectations. I was going like, you're smoking more weed than I am and I want to know who your supplier is. Because there's no way one human being can do all this stuff. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit about my background history, okay? I worked for Comcast Xfinity Mobile. I was there 2017 till 2020, my birthday, when I was fired. Because I told the new fires to run away. Because if you go into a call center world, you're fucking stuck and you're not going to get out. You're trapped in the void that's going to suck your soul till you die. I mean, if that's your thing, knock yourself out. But I got my soul back. That's what all of us call center agents say. Is that when you quit a job or you get fired from a job, you got your soul back. 
I mean, some of the entitled pricks I had to deal with on a daily basis when I switched back to sales chat, oh my god. It's like, how entitled are some of you fuckers out there? Literally, how entitled are you? Like, you look down at everyone else because you think you're more superior than them due to the fact you drive a Benz and this person drives a beat-up old bug? You need to go fuck yourself. Because that's what's called being a douchebag. It's called treat your fellow man with respect. Respect is earned and respect is given from what I've been taught. Now, I know I'm going to lose contact with people, and that's quite okay. If I lose contact, no sweat. Is what it is. I know you're doing what's best for you. I'm going to do what's best for me. You may not see it now, but down the road, you're going to see I was right. Because you can't keep letting corporations get away with not treating their employees fairly unless you're getting a big chunk of the pie. Once you're getting a big chunk of the pie and you're okay with that, I'm going, how do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night when there's agents out there that are doing their fucking best with what they got to work with, and then you just toss them out like a number? Think about it. A year and a half of solid employment, solid, always showing up, and you know, hardly ever late. You know, I called out a few times, absolutely sure I did that. I take accountability for what I did wrong. Why can't you take accountability for what you did wrong? Why can't you why can't you do that? While I was flung into the new project, I literally had no idea about the, the new systems on Omni because I was running on Access Truck Roll the whole time while I was in my project. I completely forgot what we were running on because I wasn't using it. And then when you go from one system to another and you need some time to get back used to it, they say, fuck you, throw you on three chats and get good luck. You're like, oh, you started at one to get with the process. Then we'll be up to two. And then we'll be going to three. Oh, wait, you're not doing good at three. Oh, mm, well, you got to shape up or ship out. So I'm going to be back to two. I think it's better for you to do back to two. When you never had proper training to begin with in the first place. You know, it's it's the complete bullshit and double standards that these third-party call centers get away with. Because of all the bullshit they have to do. There's a lot of fine print. Remember this, ladies and gentlemen. Always read the fine print of any negotiated contract. Always remember, I was taught this from my mom. I was advised, if they're trying to rush you, they're scamming you. So, let that sink in. If they're trying to rush you, they're scamming you. That's in pretty much anything. And what I did understand was... A lot of people didn't read the fine print of the agreement when we went to the B2B project. I read it. And the reason I went to the B2B project is I was flung in there because they, were, they started saying, well, we're going to start writing you up if you don't go to the B2B project. You'll write you up in your metrics. We'll write you up on this, that, and the other. I was like, so basically you're forcing me into this project. Gotcha. Okay. So I went in. I was kicking and screaming first. I said, fuck it. Eight to five, I'll give it a shot. I'm down to try something new. I took uh, what they call a quote-unquote leap of faith. And again, I jumped into the fire of Mount Doom, which, you know, I'm, I'm used to jumping into the fire of Mount Doom and, and I sink or swim and I also dog paddle. Dog paddle is a good thing to do when you don't know what you're doing. And then you meet that one person who doesn't know what they're doing. And thankfully, they were nice enough to you and didn't want to see you sink and helped you out as well. That's one of the cool things is it's always nice to do this. Now... This is what I don't like, is when you're actually friends with the person, and then somebody new comes along, and then you're just tossed aside like a number. It's like, okay, okay, cool, all right. 
And I am stronger than I think. I already know that. I'm sorry you guys don't know that. I'm sorry you're still stuck in the cult. The cult of the... The coup of the cult, so to speak. You're still stuck there. You're going nowhere. They dangle carrots in front of you to see if you'll stay. And the sad part is that salary you have is a drug. That salary is a drug for you. So you can get by for your family. It is so nice just being liberated from that place. You have no fucking idea. But I'm going to educate some of you people on this. I'm going to educate a lot of my friends on this. A lot of former associates on this. My family on this. I'm going to show them what I had to go through during this whole fucking time. And it's probably going to piss some people off. And guess what? Good. Good. You will see. You will understand my frustration now since March of dealing with bullshit for that fucking company when all they were doing is fucking sucking the life out of me. Dude, you're not going to get anywhere ahead there. You are not. The hard, the fire that you go is a soup. Even then, soups don't really make much. Soups make shit. They treat their soups worse than they treat their employees. And that's pretty fucking sad. But some, there's some really good supervisors there that want to make a difference. The problem is they can't. They're only one voice. And when they try to speak up, they're slapped back down immediately by Medusa. I mean, shit. What the fuck you want them to do? There's coaches there that actually give a shit about their agents and their associates. The problem is the main boss... Claims to care, doesn't really give a shit about you. They put on a good front that they care about you, but they really don't. Really don't. I mean, how can you expect us to do something when you've done the job yourself and you said, whew, that's a lot. I don't know if I could do that every day. That should be your first clue. If the boss says that and they can't do that every day, why are they forcing the regular agency to do that every day? And the main reason they're not meeting the metrics is they're dealing with three customers at a time on Verizon Wireless on the chat side. Yeah, I was there. I was the one behind that screen. I was the one telling you, oh, you know, if you go to Burger King and order a quarter pounder with cheese, you can't really do that. Just like you can't go to McDonald's or Burger King and order a, and order a, uh, a Whopper. You can't do that. And this one person got really buttered and said, you should go work for McDonald's with your attitude. And I was like, you know what? You're probably right. Because I'm tired of dealing with the entitlement of you pricks on the chat side. Dude, customers are the fucking worst, man. They're literally the worst. Like, they treat you like shit. They'll, they just do whatever they want, and they don't care. Sorry, taking a drink of my coffee here. Since we are in coffee enlightenment. I'm just letting you guys know this is what's experience this is what we see as agents on a daily basis. We have to log in, bring up thirty thousand different fucking windows to do one fucking job because this the main server is such a piece of shit it can handle about ten agents at once. With all the agents they have and they wonder why there's lag time on there, it's because you have a shitty service and you're probably using free trials of programs instead of actually paying for the programs. You will just do free trials. Well, free trials are cool. Don't get me wrong. I've done them a million times. Trust me, you're talking to the king of free trials here. What I don't like is when you set your ratings up for failure and then you literally just say, go fuck yourselves. And that bada bing, bada boom, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's not cool. When you've seen what you've done to the other project and you have notes and emails, everything else all saved... You start 
you start opening your eyes. You start spitting out the Kool-Aid. You you're jump off that yellow brick road into hell. Because that's where you're at right now is hell. You're, they're just masking it very well because you're at home. Basically, do, do what you feel is right. Now, I'm going to keep doing my thing over here. And if you like, if you're enjoying it, awesome. We're going to do more episodes. And it's just how some corporations treat their employees is staggering to me. And why companies like Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, do you know why they use third-party out-of-state call centers? No one in America wants this fucking job. Do you know why? Because they're tired of fucking customers yelling at them. They're tired of them doing the bullshit, the venting, the whining, the complaining, the frustrating. We don't care. You literally don't care. We're paid to care. And you know what the pay is? $13 an hour. If you're lucky to get a raise to $14.87 for the new minimum wage, then that's what you get. The reason why employees are so fucking tired of working nowadays, we're treated like garbage. We appreciate our mental sanity more than the money. Mental sanity, you can you only have one of. Money you can always earn later on. Always remember, a job is a job. Don't treat it like anything else. Go punch in, punch out. That's all you got to do. You're not there to make friends. You're just there to make money and survive. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of feedback. And guess what? I don't give a fuck. You can email me directly at gregsworldpodcast at yahoo.com. G-R-E-G-S-W-O-R-L-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at yahoo.com. That is my direct email. I am employed for myself for the time being. Thank you for liking, commenting, sharing, subscribing, leaving feedback, and um, listening to me vent a little bit about this last company. Because even though you may think it's just sour grapes, for me it's closure. So thank you for this closing that chapter in my life. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And keep drinking that coffee. Folgers in my cup. No, it's not a paid sponsorship. Have a great day. Well, at least from Folgers.